This is a movie, movie review of Lawrence of Arabia, released in 1962. It's directed by David Lean. Uh, the writing credits, credits are T. E. Lawrence, of which the movie's about, uh, and screenplay by Robert Bolton and Michael Wilson. The cast in the lead role, of course, Peter O'Till as T. E. Lawrence. Alec Guinness plays Prince Faisal. Uh, Anthony Quim is Orda Abultari. Jack Hawkins plays General Allenby. Uh, Omar Sharif plays Sheriff Ali. Jose Ferrer plays the Turkish boy. And uh, Bay and Anthony Quayle uh, as Colonel Brighton, Claude Rains, Mr. Dryden, and Arthur Kennedy plays the American reporter Jackson Bentley. Uh, and there are notable other members of the Clark cast. Now, of course, this movie absolutely smashed uh, the awards uh, ceremonies. Uh, the 1963 Academy Awards it won for Best Picture, Best Director for Lean, Best Cinematography, Best Art Direction, Sound, Film Editing, Music Score, and had nominations, uh, Best Actor for uh, in a leading role for Peter O'Toole, and Supporting Role nominations for Omar Sharif, uh, and for the Writing Screens play. Uh, at the Gro Globes... Uh, it won a host of awards again, Best Picture Drama, Supporting Actor Omar Sharif, Director, uh, Cinematographer Freddie Young, and Promising Male Newcomer Omar Sharif and Peter O'Toole. Nominations for Best Actor Anthony Quinn, Peter O'Toole, and the Original Score nomination for Maurice Jarre. And then finally, the BAFTAs. Uh, it won for British actor Peter O'Toole and best film uh, British film it won and the screenplay it was a winner and film uh, from any source and uh, a nomination for Anthony Quinn so you can see this is an epic it's a blockbuster and my review will follow so Lawrence of Arabia this epic the most successful movie of 1962 Two, took nearly all the major awards at the Oscars, the Globes and BAFTAs and it launched a new star onto the world stage, Peter O'Toole. He's nicknamed Orange in the movie by the Arabs um, which reflects of course his hair colour um, and this is dramatised real story of the exploits of T.E. Lawrence after he's posted to the Middle East at the time of World War One when the British army were at war with the Turkish Empire in Arabia. Its script evolved from the writings of T.E. Lawrence, and so we can be relied upon uh, it as an accurate account of what took place. Lawrence is a lieutenant, and he's assigned as an observer uh, to the uh, area where an Arabian prince, played by Guinness, uh, is fighting the Turks. This three-hour-plus epic movie follows the exploits of Lawrence as he becomes involved in the conflict and he quickly sees that uh, uh, the issue with regarding to how uh, caring the people are 
and how great the challenge is for these desert dwelling people. And he ends up uh, by rallying the various Arab tribes together to fight the common enemy, the Turks, something that the British were unable to do. And this, of course, helped uh, the British turn the tide in that area in World War I. What impressed me was the musical score that creates an imposing mood as you watch the location. The cinematography as well is absolutely fantastic. Specifically the terrain, the desert, is imposing, idyllic and somehow alive. Uh, so to the plot, well Lieutenant Lawrence is relocated to Arabia by senior army officers who are uh, basically tiring and weary of his constant challenging of army regulations and procedures. His balmy unpredictable behaviour is also a problem and his general provocative personality. So they welcome his relocation, which he does agree to. Uh, it's World War I, and throughout this lengthy movie there are numerous political references to British imperialism and its underlying desire to colonise the area and broaden its power whilst fighting the Turkish Empire. We hear a number of racist references to the Arab tribes and other ethnic groups in the area described by British officers as wogs uh, and it's loosely thrown around in the mess halls. Upon arrival, though, Lawrence convinces his superiors of the value in crossing the desert uh, and he's given a guide and sets off to meet Prince Faisal, played by Guinness. En route, Lawrence manages to get the warring factions controlled by Sheriff Ali, played by Omar Sharif, and Abu Abu Dai, played by Anthony Quinn, to join him as a united force against the occupying Turkish army. The Turks are holding the strategic port of Aqaba on the Red Sea. Uh, the film then traces this the momentous journey against all the odds, endurance, limited water and only 50 men. This phase offers panoramic views of the desert landscape and also the hazardous decision by Lawrence to return to search for a friend against strong advice from Ali and Adu as they reach an oasis. The film not only acts as a history lesson but also an insight into the mentality of those who live and survive in the hostile climate. A waterhole is seen like a house and early on Ali uh, tells Lawrence that drinking from his well is akin to stealing which justifies why he shot and killed Lawrence's guide. The strong male characters, Guinness, Prince Faisal, Hawkins, plays General Allenby, Quinn, Abu Abu, and Sharif as Ali, are all determined, bloody-minded, and uncompromising. These four separate personalities that have goals, that have certain similarities, as they're all linked with power and preserving their macho image, and we witness Lawrence's negotiation skills as he masters and manipulates them to maintain the peace.
Lawrence's ta lack of tactical war skills shows up quickly, but his unpredictable determination enables tasks deemed impossible to be achieved because of, the, uh, 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 of uh, how they are viewed, but because of the high trust that Arab leaders have in him, in his integrity and honesty, and his commitment to get his hands dirty, unlike British officers they've seen before, uh, they're able to uh, do the impossible. Lean and Freddie Young, the cinematographer, constantly keep you, the viewer, locked into the place, the environment, the beauty of the Aeacus, the shot from above Akaba, the view of the shimmering sand, the intensity of the heat, and of course the uh, vision of the Red Sea uh, through the uh, uh, port of Aqaba. You as the viewer will note that this is a movie without any female actors. It's a deliberate plan by David Lean so he's able to accentuate the macho character of the lead actors. Although it's an epic that Hollywood is renowned for, Lawrence of Arabia has a very English feel about it. Less glamorous, few scenes of gore, combat is kept to a minimum. It is the characters that make the movie a gem. And O'Toole is high uh, uh, above them all, conducting the script, using all manner of man management skills to get the results from these band of rebels. However, we do see what motivates the leaders, particularly Quinn, who's outstanding. He's obsessed with wealth, gold, or, as we see much later in the film, uh, a shining appreciation of white stallions that he, he, he steals. He needs souvenirs and trophies as a reward for his endeavours. Lean does show us the reality of the terrain quite vividly. One of O'Toole's boys is lost to quicksand and the man he rescued in the desert is sacrificed by Lawrence to prevent an uprising between the two tribes following a killing. We see Lawrence as a bandit joining his Arab friends in dynamiting train and pillaging it, and an old-fashioned shootout with an armed German officer when Lawrence goes into an epic rage of slaughter for slaughter's sake, just to show us all how he has become an Arab through and through. Torture is also seen, a glimpse of the magnificent Suez Canal, and of course the politics with Lawrence as the agitator, getting to Damascus uh, before the British army and setting up an Arab council which has within hours become completely dysfunctional because the tribal factions have yet to learn any diplomacy in resolving issues such as uh, water supply, electricity and transport service services. This chaos is greeted with a tinge of hilarity by Lawrence and uh, it could be seen of a, as a preview to the current uh, problems in the Middle East, both in Palestine and in Syria. As the final curtain comes down, we are, I think, meant to conclude that Lawrence's motive in making his impact on the war uh, in the Arabias was more to do with rejecting conventional British society, the empire, the superiority complex, that festers in the military and 
he desiring the wildness and uh, theatrical nature of Arab life. He, at the end, is content for the, the colonels, uh, the advisories from France and Britain to fight over the scraps, knowing that he has left his mark on Arab society. It's the second time that I saw this movie, and I appreciate it far more. Possibly because of my age, possibly because of my greater political awareness. But all in all, this is a tremendous uh, epic uh, piece of work. Um, final thought though, uh, you must uh, watch this on a big screen. I watched it on a laptop computer. Big mistake. Uh, you can't really capture the sheer size of the terrain. And at three hours plus, um, a, a huge screen would have really been very captivating. But it's a history lesson and a fascinating insight into a character, a true character that made a difference.